Welcome to Liberated Porch Podcast. I'm your host, Kit Morgan, a licensed social worker and therapist. In this podcast, I talk about finding liberation through social justice and mental health. Thank you so much for joining me on the porch today, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. So yesterday, I had a very gay movie night with some friends, and we watched this movie called Happiest Season, which came out in 2020. And this was actually the first time I had ever watched this movie before. And oh my goodness, I had so many thoughts about it. So I want to talk about it here because as I was watching this movie with my friends, I was just, oh, like just so vocal about some of the frustrations that I had in seeing this movie. And my friends are also part of the queer community. And we talked about it during and and after the movie about how this is, yes, a romantic comedy, but at the same point is actually so realistic whenever it comes to many people's queer experiences. Now, looking at something that's not as deep here is that Kristen Stewart is one of the lead roles. And she plays a character named Abby. And whenever I saw her fashion choices, I was like, oh my goodness, I need to (laughs) make a a Pinterest board of these fashion choices because it just looked so great. And that also just got me thinking and discussing with friends of mine about queer fashion and how it can be really hard to be embracing queer fashion whenever being on a budget. And there has been this kind of privilege that's come with presenting as queer, a kind of financial privilege, and starting to look at, okay, well, what are some different ways to be able to present as queer whenever coming from a certain socioeconomic status? Or even looking at how tailoring is not something that is as popular of a skill to know, and yet tailoring can really help queer folks and being able to really explore more and embrace queer fashion and and style choices that reflect one's gender identity and orientation. So that that was a, a thought I had about there. But anyhow, I will get into the movie and the plot. But if you haven't seen it, I won't give away any spoilers here. So there is a lesbian relationship with two characters named Abby and Harper. Abby is played by Kristen Stewart. Harper is played by Mackenzie Davis. And in the beginning, things seem like they're going really great. Like these two women are going to spend the rest of their lives together. But then you start noticing, hmm... Something isn't as what it seems here. And then it ends up coming out that Harper 
is still in the closet to her family and had lied to Abby that she came out to her family. And Abby learns about this on her way to visit Harper's family for the holidays. And Harper thought that this could just be looked at as being roommates. And, you know, in going from having a serious relationship to finding out that there was lack of integrity to saying, hey, let's just pretend like we're roommates. Well, then that caused a lot of distress for the character of Abby. And with Abby, Abby, you could just see that she was trying to really win the family over of Harper. She was trying to get to know them. She was trying to be a peacemaker. She was trying to click with them. But you could also just see the awkward feelings, the tension that she was experiencing externally and internally. And part of this came from people pleasing. And this happens a lot in being in the queer community, where sometimes you just get to this point where you have experienced so much stress that it doesn't feel like you can take on anymore. So then you just people please. And that people pleasing comes to an extent of wellness. Well, Kristen Stewart's character in this movie had a best friend named John, who was played by Dan Levy. And I love Dan Levy's work. I, I think he's absolutely hilarious. But he plays this role where he is keeping tabs on Abby and checking in, seeing how she's doing, and then goes to where Abby was at for her girlfriend's family's holiday and was like, you know, I want to help in getting you out of here. And, you know, I think that this can be so important and so needed to have some friends like this because it gets to a certain point whenever you are in an LGBTQ relationship and you're out of the closet, maybe you've been out of the closet for a while, and then you're with someone who is still in the closet fully or partially and a lot of times folks that are in the closet don't recognize how that affects other people, how that affects the person that they are dating or that they are in love with. It causes a lot of cognitive dissonance. So like this back and forth, this psychological tension, and that really is reflected in communication. And so with Abby's best friend, John, he's like, look, like we've been out of the closet for a long time. Like you need someone who is comfortable and confident in themselves to come out of the closet. And they talked about the experience of loss that comes in coming out of the closet and I think that this was just such an important conversation to be had on screen because 
this is a conversation that happens a lot within the LGBTQ community of recognizing that in coming out, there are things to gain, but there are also things to lose. And, you know, what is going to outweigh each other, what the gains or the losses? Sometimes the losses seem like they outweigh the gains of coming out. But what ends up happening if you're living these multi-lives, then, you know, you're not able to fully be present. You're not able to fully be present for the people that you're closeted to. You're not able to be fully present to the people that you're out of the closet to. And so it is just this dance that ends up happening and the dance gets very tiring. It gets very exhausting. And with Harper, Abby's girlfriend in this, you start to see that she gets swept away in her family's idea of who she is, of being a straight woman. And Abby is watching this and she's like, I don't even know who this person is anymore. And this is what happens whenever you're in the closet for so long, you just end up getting assigned a role of usually what your family's expectations are of you. And then you just keep going with that role. And you see that there is this rage inside of Harper. And this rage comes out in what is perceived to be a sibling rivalry with her sister Sloane that's played by Allison Brie. And, you know, this is what happens whenever we repress parts of ourself and repress parts of ourself for so long. It usually manifests as anger or that anger may not be expressed outwardly, but it could be just inward of even talking to ourselves with a lot of anger, lack of kindness there. It can lead to uh, different somatic symptoms there as well of having all of this anger, all this tension being stored up. And so in looking at being closeted, like there's reasons why LGBTQ folks such as myself have been closeted and it goes back to survivalism. And so you look at these different ways of survival, like do you have a roof over your head? Do you have clothes to wear? Do you have you know, food to eat? Are you able to pay your bills? Are you able to afford medical care? Different things like this. These are our different baseline needs. And if it feels like we are not able to meet those needs without the support of what may or may not be non-affirming family members, then that causes people to stay in the closet for a long time. Part of this of figuring out if a family is safe to be coming out to is starting to ask some different test questions. Different test questions of could be like, what do you think about what's happening in Florida to people that are part of the LGBTQ community? What do you think about gender-affirming care? 
different things about legislation. And then whenever you hear about what their perspective is, then it can help in guiding you of knowing, are they or are they not a safe person to come out to? And if you're relying upon people that may not be affirming to you, then figuring out a plan of how to be able to meet those baseline needs without the support of people in your life that are non-affirming. So that then you are not relying upon non-affirming people for your survival. Because like, let's just think about that. So in relying upon people that are non-affirming for your survival, that feels really unsafe. That is very anxiety provoking. And that anxiety can manifest in so, so many different ways. In approaching Christmas, we're in the early month of December right now. I would really encourage you to think about how you would like to talk to your family about your identity and your orientation. So there's a lot of times a a question that, that comes up amongst LGBTQ people of, well, do I want to correct my family for using the wrong pronouns? Do I want to correct my family whenever they're pretending like I'm straight and they know I'm not? Or do I want to keep pretending like I'm straight to my family members? And really asking yourself, you know, what's going to be the cost benefits of this, of of coming out? You know, if you're coming out, is this going to risk your survival? If it is going to risk your survival, then looking at meeting those survival needs elsewhere. And if it's not going to risk your survival, then maybe taking those leaps of courage is going to be something that is very empowering for you, is empowering for your relationship. And there's this phrase called radical acceptance. And in radical acceptance is you don't necessarily have to agree with something, but sometimes in the acceptance of that there will be discomfort, there will be feelings that maybe we don't want, there will be responses that we don't necessarily want, but accepting, okay, that is the reality. I cannot change that reality. And now I'll see what to do with this reality that I'm presented with. There can be discomfort that comes up in asserting your identity and your orientation in these spaces. But in doing so, that's also demonstrating self-love. And it's also demonstrating that you love and you care for your partner and that you see them and that you choose them. And you're choosing them for the holiday season. Thank you so much for joining me on the Liberated Porch today. If you enjoyed what you listened to, please rate, review, subscribe where you listen to podcasts and give me a follow on Instagram at the Liberated Porch. You can also find me on my website at theliberatedporch.com and I have some really exciting things happening there. I recently released a self-guided course to lifting the winter blues. It's a six lesson long course 
Each lesson is around 25 minutes each, and I share with you different mental health, education, content, and coping skills about lifting the winter blues. Thank you so much for joining, and I hope that you join us next week for a new episode.